Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Expanse, Season 3, Episode 3. It's called Assured Destruction. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, notably, leaving off the mutually that I'm, used, I'm so used to seeing. I feel like I never yeah. see Assured Destruction on its own. I think that was supposed to be the the statement. Is like, nah, mm. this isn't mutual. This is just... Oh, exactly, we, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, it's all Aaron Wright's uh, mind games and, you know, it's scheming and, you know, his own agenda and everything yeah. else. But, uh, so, yeah, so that, that's that's a whole thing. Um, it's kind of like how you never see the word unmitigated without being followed by disaster. Disaster, yeah, no, it's true. Think of another word that unmitigated goes in front of. You be done. Or an unmitigated ginger. This doesn't work, does it? I'm sure it makes sense, but yeah, I'm not sure right. if it does. Does it not? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I technically, I guess, but it just it doesn't really work. Anyway, uh, so we, yeah, we had the political stuff. We had uh, we had Secretary General. We had Aaron Wright try to convince them to launch this attack. They've got, they've got the locations of two of these these ships, these these Mars ships, these stations yeah. up in the in, in space. And they've got stealth tech, but we've tracked down two of them, and we can kind of predict what the other three are going to be based on where those two are. Uh, so if we fire off them first, there's a good chance we'll kill them. But he's like, yeah, but if we don't hit them, and if they get to fire first before they get destroyed, that'll you know hit civilians. That'll hit actual places on Earth. Like you know, we're, we're actually risking. Yeah, lives. we're hitting a military target. So yeah. if we if we you know get it, great. We've we've got that. But if we miss. Mars doesn't you know lose anything. Yeah, so it becomes a struggle for him until it make this decision, and he goes to Anna for help, who basically is like, no, 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 like you, you, you try to justify the loss of life. I mean, he doesn't actually tell what the situation is. He doesn't actually give up the details. He just, you know, he's like, oh, this speech. Maybe we should talk more about uh, the difficult decisions we have to make. And she's like, and she kind of like sees through it and kind of gets that he's trying to justify something that he's about to do. Or justify something, some tough yeah. choice that he's going to make. He's like, no, no, no. Any good leader like loses as few lives as possible. She's very strict on this, mm-hmm. and he, because of that, even when he's told we've got an eighty-two percent chance of not taking any casualties, once they'd found like another one of these stations, he's like, no, nope, that's too high, not enough. Yeah, the 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 moment I realised this when she says, uh, 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 you know, slightly paraphrasing is, but you know, don't try pretending your holy war is is righteous. Just pray that it's justified. Hmm. Mm. Which I thought was like, okay, she's not, you know, saying don't do it. She's like, just if you are gonna do it, it better be, you know, you, you better be in the right. But of course, it kind of like comes back to bite them in this weird way. That's unfor- I hate anything that makes Aaron Wright look that like he's he's correct in anything because mm. he's he's awful. He's a slimy little prick. But the the end eventually is like, okay. Let's do the go ahead. Let's do it. And the, the big, you know, cannons fire off into space and it hits one, it hits two, it hits three. The fifth one, though, jams. And then they kind of get it working. Like, okay, wait, so now we're fired. Okay, so, okay, first one hit, second one hit, third one hit. Fifth one also hits, but it took longer and they could see it coming. So they fired off a shot first and uh, South America, a city in South America, uh, gets nuked, essentially. Yeah, two two million people, they say, were in inside the blast at radius. Yeah, and it's like... And then it's like, okay, and Aaron Wright's like, what happened with that last cannon? Uh, you know, whoever's, like, you know, controlling it. He's like, oh, there was a jam, something to do with, you know, having it uh, heat up earlier on and get ready to fire. But yeah, then, it know, was to do with the, the power cycle. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, shit. He kind of inadvertently caused this. Yeah, the, the, the threat, the previous threatening to do it and the indecision kind of backfired. Yeah. 
So, uh, but that's the thing. This is the thing that makes Aaron White so slimy. Is he goes to Anna afterwards, and he makes it clear that her advice is responsible because she's watching the news. She's saying, "Oh, evacuations have been attempted, but it's impossible for now." And it's like all this doom and gloom. And he comes up. He's like, "Oh yeah, I mean." Yeah, he came to you for it. It's good that you're here. And again, he does it in a very sort of uh, passive-aggressive way where he, he's like, oh, it's good that you're here now for me. I'll need you more than ever because he made this choice and he's, you know, he hesitated. And because of that, this has happened. It didn't have to happen. And he's passing the blame on her. He's, he's making sure she knows that she can... I mean, it's not really her fault, but he's really making it sure that she thinks it is, that she feels it. Yeah. Because uh, so, he, he can't bear the idea that he's to blame. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, oh, what do you mean, Aaron yeah, for any, you know, for anything, you know, because his decision making. I don't think he actually cares if he's to blame. No. No, I I took this as pure just slime. He he he's happy that the secretary general thinks he's to blame, and he then goes out his way to make sure that Anna feels that she's to blame. This is, this is I think this is purely a play to them. Not no, this, no. I don't think this is anything to do with his own guilt. I don't think he feels any guilt. No, no probably not then. I think, I think he has to have a soul before he feels guilt over this. To him, this is all just power plays. No, that's just true. Um, he's like you in that way. He's a he's not a ginger, but he's you know, in a metaphysical sense, he's a ginger. He's, a, he's an honorary ginger. <laughs> he's an honorary ginger. Uh, but of course, meanwhile, uh, back on the Rassi, we have of course the Vassarallas there. Bobby's there. Bobby almost immediately sees like a, a defaced Martian flag, and she's like, "Oh, who did this?" I'm talking yeah. about this right now. And Eos is like, oh, I did that. He's like, did you think that was funny? He's like, I mean, I don't think it's funny now. <laughs> at the time, yeah. Yeah, it was just funny at the time. Um, and Holden eventually shows up. He's like, what's going on? He's like, ah, oh, the Martians are getting to know each other. Because <laughs> obviously at this point, Alex has stepped in. He's trying to carry everything down. And yeah. it's all going off. Everything's very hostile. And... Vassarala eventually gets up as well, of course. Yeah, and she's she's all right. They're like, yeah, she's just some burns, a bit of rest, she'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, as you said, like, a, was it like three more minutes at that speed would have killed her? Probably is that, is that what yeah. Holden said? Yeah, I think um, so. But she gets up and she like she talks to Holden's like, oh, it makes sense that it's you, and she talks about you know him being a hero and oh, we have to go do this because of this, and uh, obviously Bobby's already like heard that oh no, we're going to I.O. because of Praxis' daughter, and she's like against it. And he's like, no, no, we're going to I.O. for this. And he's like, oh, that's very noble, but, like, is that worth, like, is one person's life, daughter, you know, worth the, you know, the entire war? And Holden, of course, has become very, like, the opposite of what he was at the start of the show. It's, it's very less righteous. It's more, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of, like, backed away from that. Because he even laughs in the face of her and says, hey, you know, I've, you know, I've said that before. Like, I've heard that from everyone, including me. You know, and he kind of shuts her back down. Yeah, I do have to say, though, it's, it's really notable how, He's still, you know, as much as he's shifted in that way, he's kind of the same guy. He's just, he's shifted obsession. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think that's like a character flaw for him. Yeah, because uh, he, he's he's just as obsessed with this as he ever was with anything before, to an unhealthy degree, I'm sure. It's going to come back and bite him for not looking at the bigger picture eventually. Absolutely. And I think ultimately his character arc over the course of the show is that eventually he'll make peace with the fact that he keeps trying to like change who he is and he just you know accepts that, no, I'm going to do the right thing, you know, regardless yeah. or whatever. Assuming he has like a, a you know, a, a heroic or noble end and not something yeah. that goes down a dark path. He, he has a he has a real problem of adjusting to, to any sort of plan changes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he has a mission and he's like, that's it. That's all I'm focused on. I'll do that one thing. 
And yeah. and he, if if something comes up unexpected, he has a very hard time course correcting. This was obviously we had like a city being nuked, but otherwise it was a very low key episode in terms of it was mostly them talking on the ship. But most of it was fascinating because when Avastrella gets up and she's on the main deck and they're, they're, they're talking about what's going on, they're talking about the proto molecule. And eventually it all comes up because they actually start bringing up, oh, this is like, this is why this is important. We have to get and stop this war because, you know, Mao was doing this and he's developing, you know, uh, proto-molecule soldiers and, and they all have this glance, this moment of, like, do we tell her? And it's like, here's some footage of a ship and it's like, oh, we fought one of these things and we killed yeah. it. And, like, and Bobby's pretty impressed. Yeah, Bobby's like, oh, yeah, it took out my entire team. Like, you killed one of these things? He's like, yep. <laughs> I, I think she, she immediately respected them a bit more after that. Oh yeah, I, I imagine so. Yeah, uh, it's the sort of thing that just—it's Bobby's language, essentially. It's like, okay, you guys were confident enough as a team to take out one of those, and you know, we we saw how well oiled her unit was, and yeah. they stood no chance. And it basically convinces the Vassarella that they should go to Io because she learns that oh, they're, they're they're trying to build more soldiers. They were using kids, one of them being Praxis' daughter, and it's like, okay, suddenly this seems like a good idea. Seems like a, a positive thing to do even on our mission for what we're doing and then it comes up of course that we have to make sure the 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 protomolecule doesn't end up uh with the belt because he's like oh knowing your track record you crew you'll probably give it to the belt because you keep helping the belt out in various like, ways well, well actually yeah it's like they already have it you absolute idiots yeah. and she starts grilling holding for it and it's like you know obviously naomi speaks up so like, no it was me like i gave it to them and yeah. that makes them have a very hostile relationship like the scene later on where they're in the, the canteen and they're like, you know, like, we're not going to be friends, and like they're, they're, they're sparring back and forth, and it's like this, this clash of ideologies. And she's like, hey, and because Naomi accuses her, she's like, you actually like aren't going there to destroy the proto molecule. You're going there because the Earth doesn't really have it themselves. They're like, sure, Erin Wright and Mao have it, but that doesn't mean the Earth as a as a as a society has it. Here's the thing, uh, you know, just you know, this this whole episode, you know, mutually assured destruction. Hmm. It's the the nuclear deterrence. Okay, everyone's at the same pace. They probably do need a sample because you know the belt's got some. I think Mars have some, right? Yeah, Mars have some for sure. And yeah, yeah. Mo and Strickland have have samples, but they're right. not working for the Earth regime. No, no. I think it, you know the the way to to balance out as, as horrific as it is is okay. If Earth gets some, everyone's on a level field again. So the threat kind of goes by down. It's, it's an awful way of putting it, but it's too late to take the you know the, the genie's out of the bottle. You can't take it yeah. away from the Mars and the belt right now. So you kind of just have to go, all right, Earth, you, you've you come know, up to the big leagues. Almost. I actually love that we spent two seasons almost trying to avoid it getting out and then it eventually did. It's, like, you know, it's almost like if you were doing like a story about nuclear arms race and the, the story of like trying to stop it from happening, if there was any such efforts before it happened, and then it's, okay, now it's out, we have to actually make sure that both sides have it. Like, you know, like I love that we spent that time, this is how serious this is, but once it did get out there, okay, everyone has to have it or... Yeah, because yeah, I'm I, I completely on that side at this point. Because you know, what's to stop me and Mars or the belt just going, "Hey, screw you, Earth." No, absolutely. Yeah, that's what that's what it does. But of course, the theme of the episode is that that it is it isn't balanced. It's imbalanced. We have exactly we have Earth thinking that Mars are going to attack, so or Aaron Wright at least is trying to convince everyone of that, so they'll fire back. Um, and then likewise, Earth doesn't have the proto molecule, uh, mm. at least not outside of this you know, secret little regime. That aren't necessarily working for everyone else. Yeah, they, they, the Earth as a whole has no information on on the pro molecule. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Wright's done a good job of keeping it all kind of secret to them. Yeah. You know, anything he's been doing, anything he knows about it, all that they're, stuff. They're, they're, they've tried. They're, they're interested, obviously. You know, they keep talking about Venus. But yeah, of course, yeah. 
but you know they, they don't have a sample to, they don't have a project going like you know mars obviously has a project going the belt has something going hmm. but uh, earth have nothing I will say I am continuously loving Avasarala's hatred of space and everything in space. Uh, the scene where she was learning to use the mag boots was particularly amusing. Uh, Amos basically, for the first time I think in the history of the show, someone made her speechless uh, because she's like, okay, how do I do this? This is an you know, infernal thing. And he's like, all right, you just you put your heels down and then you just walk like you're in pumps. It's like, how do you know what it's like to walk in pumps? Like, I wasn't always in space. Hmm. Yeah, we got we got a bit more of Amos's backstory this this week. Oh sure, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, just yeah about how, how he where he grew up and the the sort of life he had, and you know we we get this 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 story of how you know no one gets out of there alive. And so, so how'd you get out? And it's like you know, I, well I died, and yeah. and he talks about how everyone there thinks he's dead, and you know the, they they have no idea he's out here doing all this stuff and. It's like, okay, it really gives you this idea of why he's so hardened the way he is. Hmm. It does make you think about, like, you know, how, how nice is Earth as a whole? Like, you know, you know, some places are nice, some places are bad, you know, but is it more grand scale? Like, it's not that great? Or is, you know, like, what, what's the ratio? Is it is it similar to what things are like now? Or is it, like, much worse? Is it much better? It's, it's really hard to say, because like, we've seen the extremes. Yeah. But I don't know how that speaks for the majority of the planet. Is it overpopulated? So you've got your one percent who are all quite cushy, and then you have this, you know, big, you know, ninety-nine percent that are all just, you know, yeah. Because we we've seen the, for scraps, the, the real basically. slums like last yeah. season with you know with Bobby Agslam, but I assume there's a level above that, but not quite to the the extent that we we see in all the government positions. Yeah, that some sort of lower middle class, some kinda... some sort of normalcy. Yeah. But I, I don't know what that looks like on Earth. At the or hell, moment. even just working class. If you, if you if the slums are the poverty line, then yeah, just a working class, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. I, I I don't know, but it does make, make me question the state of Earth as a whole. Because um, that's the thing with Mars is we don't know. We we don't know like how many like quote unquote countries there are on Mars. Like you know, is it just one big colony that's got a lot I, of people in it? Or yeah, I, I, I always get the impression it's much more unified. Yeah, no, yeah, it makes sense given their whole militaristic uh, leanings. Yeah, uh, you know that that like the whole thing that they're all working towards the one goal of you know making Mars habitable, make Mars great for the first time. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know they they have this really common goal that you know you know does bind them in a way that Earth doesn't really have. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's all interesting stuff, and like I said, Vassaral and uh, Naomi. Like sparring verbally, uh, and like Naomi Connor and her shit. Uh, but I think it's really interesting that right now Naomi is kind of the the one descending voice amongst the crew. Uh, everyone else is all for going to Iowa. Everyone else is all for doing this. Um, and we, but we do have that really sweet scene with um, with Alex, uh, where he kind of like offers offers us some food. He's like, I'm still mad as hell about that. You know, you're you're, you're giving the the proto molecule to the belt and Fred Johnson, but. Um, you know, I don't hate your guts, and you know, if you want to yeah. talk about what's going on, I, I saw you looking at Tycho Station and the other ship. Like I saw you looking at it. Uh, mm. and speaking of Alex and sweet moments, or better sweet moments, perhaps more so. 
he gets a response from his wife. We, we got that message back because we, we see him. He likes to hold his. Oh, I'm going to take down the the cloaking for a little bit just to do some tests. Like, okay, make it quick. But he's actually just wanting to get the message in uh, yeah. that he's received. And you know, she's like, "Yeah, we don't need you anymore." It's this kind of sad thing, and it's like, oh. it's it's like you know, I'm really glad you're alive. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. She didn't really know, but she's like, you know what? I'm sorry, but it's too late. You, you went too long. I'm, I'm glad you've got something that you're doing that's important. I hope you're you know happy doing it. And I think but, that's part of the motivation and the, the following scene. Beyond just being nice to Naomi, I think, like, hey, I don't want to burn all these bridges here as well. Like, he actually reaches out and says, hey, do you want some food? It's really good. Yeah. Not real cheese, but the love it's made with us. Uh, it's really cheesy, the Alex line, but, it's, you know, it's, it's what he does well. Yeah. Um, and as well, that's a sweet scene. The music was really kind of sweet during that scene as well. It was kind of this bonding moment because I feel like the crew have been kind of in a tense way for yeah. a while. So, and I think if anything, Alex is kind of the heart of the crew because he is the one who's likable and tries to like keep the peace and bring them all back. Yeah, down definitely. More more often than he, not, he's, so. he's definitely usually the most level headed, relaxed. I yeah. think. I think it comes with you know be, being the pilot. You know, he he hasn't got time to worry about all the other bollocks that's going on. He's just got to get them in and out. I ain't get time to bleed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so no, all, all that stuff was was good. So they're off the IO, and that that'll that'll be good fun. Um. Speaking of I.O. though, we, we did get some stuff with Strickland uh, and uh, Praxis' daughter and, of course, Mao. And interesting development here where Mao actually kind of befriends Praxis' daughter a little bit. And we see Praxis' daughter with a friend who's got the proto-molecule already in him and he does some sort of Spider-Man-esque. Yeah, he seems really happy. He's, you know, jumping about. Until he's not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Until right he's... up until he's just dying. Yeah, yeah, he starts having a seizure very suddenly just in the middle of the floor and Everyone's kind of freaks out and they deal with it. But Mao witnesses all this and he just he tells Strickland at the end because there's, there's several points where uh, his daughters come up in conversation where he mentions his oh my daughters like that cartoon and they were your age like, oh are, are they here now where are they it's like and he just kind of says, yeah. oh they're not here and it's very Prax's daughter you know comes up to him and says hey, are, are you a are you a parent here like you know they like oh, he's one of these kids yours mm. he's like yeah 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 none of the kids no one that you'll know and. I don't think we can quite redeem Mao. He's done a lot of awful things and been part of a lot of awful things. But I think it's an interesting bit of depth to add to him here where he's feeling regret about what he's doing. He's I like, think it's showing he has a line. Yeah, he's like, no, we're, we're basically torturing children. This is, this is yeah, stopping I, right I, now. I don't think he actually realised the full extent of what was happening here. Mm. Because, you know, he, he's, he seems very genuine when he's interacting with the kids. Yeah, because... And then, of course, Strickland... Because, if anything, because we, we were talking about the, the hierarchy here with Strickland and Mao and how he works under Mao. And I feel like here, like, I'm getting the signs of that Strickland might go off book and be like the mad scientist who goes rogue behind his back. That's, that's kind of where I feel like it's going right now. The, the real question is, does Strickland go elsewhere for support and funding, etc.? Does he go straight to Aaron Wright? Uh, exactly. Does he go to someone on Mars? Does he go to the Bell? I don't know. Um, He's a real loose cannon, isn't he? Because that, well, that's actually one thing is like if if the belt did like do anything like this, like I'm I'm wondering if we get a, a story down the line where the belt actually loses Naomi's trust in it or the the, the, the OPA. Yeah. Like, is, is there a point where she maybe loses her or because she's very devoted to them at this point? Like the, the belt, you know, deserve this, deserve that. Um, and I wonder if there is going to be a point where Fred Johnson or Co, and Co maybe Jared Harris's character, like, where they do something just too over the line where she's not she's not willing to approve of it where she's not willing to go along with it 
Yeah, I assume it'll be a case of them holding the resources hostage because that's not, you know the whole point of the belt is that that mm. they control all the resources. It comes from here to Earth and Mars respectively. Yeah. So if they just hold it ransom, you know, especially in wartime. Yeah. No. Um, it's a it's a huge power play. So no, I just wonder. Like, I wonder if they cross a line that shakes up her devotion because I think that'd be an interesting arc for Naomi to go through. Yeah. Where we've gradually learned over the first two seasons how devoted she is, how much she is part of that. Because I remember that episode where she was with um, uh, what's her face? I forgot her name. Uh, you know, Fred Johnson's like great hand yeah. Uh, where they like they you know they they had a night they went dancing they they, they played some racquetball together it was a whole thing and it was like this bonding because they're both part of the bell and they, they they both kind of bond over their origins and you know that was like a big first signpost for her and then like, since then you know hiding the proto molecule giving it to Fred Johnson all of that stuff like we've built that up and I feel like Naomi's kind of either going even more devoted in I don't want to say extremism, but she she could go down an even more extreme path. Let's say, whether or not that mm. leads to extremism itself, or does she lose her faith in the belt, or at least in the, the practices of the people running it, because they do something too severe, and she then becomes more of a third party like the rest of the team, who are all kind of undevoted to anyone in particular at the moment. They are. They have attachments and loyalties, but they're not strong enough to uh, define any of their choices. Yeah, yeah, because when because it, like, it, it feels like when Holden and Alex and and Amos is kind of like not really giving a shit a lot of time, but yeah, when it sounds whenever they're debating what to do, I mean, sometimes your Alex will say, "Hey, now we can't do that to like these innocent Martians or whatever." He's, bring he's, that up, he's but, more sympathetic to the Martians, yeah. the other, but he doesn't dictate that. Okay, we have to side with the Martians. Yeah, because the whole thing last season and the whole first two seasons was like, "No, we can't let this get out because it'll hurt everyone." You know, that was it. Wasn't like, yeah. you know, like we don't just want it to not hurt this, you know, our group. And, so I think it begs so. the question: is which is the which crew member is the one that suggests that Earth should have a sample of the proto molecule as well? Which one of them realizes that okay, it's out there? We, Earth needs some. And is Naomi a hypocrite if she tries to stop them? Exactly, because you know she she's the one who tried to even it out to the belt. Like you know she's like okay, well you know Mars has it, so, you know, the belt. All right, go on then. You can get your leg up. Mm. So if she tries to stop it, that's a real dick move. I feel like it would mean the most coming from Alex. It would mean, yeah. You know, yeah. We're talking about how his, his, his Martian sympathies, but he doesn't want to see Earth destroyed. He, you know, he, he doesn't want that. I mean, arguably, it would, it would make even more sense coming from Bobby. That said, I don't know if she ever would. Whereas Alex, I don't know I if see. she's quite there yet. Yeah. I think she's still, as much as she was disavowed, and you know, she was, she's still kind of overly loyal. And I mean, we, we saw just this episode how she reacted to a flag being defaced. Damn it, cat. <laughs> Whereas, you know, Alex, I think, is at that point where it would it would mean a lot coming from him, and you know, it would be a, a sign of trust. <laughs> I, I wonder if there was the comedy version of this series where, like, she brings this up and Alex goes, "There was a what down where? Who did this? <laughs> Amos?" And she slapped him in the face like without <laughs> pause. They just didn't know about. He never saw it because he's never done that part of the ship. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that that would be funny. Uh, but no, yeah, he's he's not there. So no, I, I think this episode, well, was a quieter episode in terms of action and space battles and all that stuff. The show is sometimes even at its best when it's doing the the drama, the character uh, progression, the political stuff. I I, th- I think this might be my favorite one this season so far out of the three. Mm. I think it's the the most well balanced in what we're getting. I th- I think the most interesting and exciting part for me is the clash between Avasarala and Naomi. 
I feel like yeah. as soon as they started arguing about like you know oh, the belt should have the right to this as well, and she's like oh maybe if you supported a leader that wasn't like the OPA maybe we'd take you like half seriously like because I feel like Vasarala has never felt biased before but that 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 scene she felt like oh she's looking down upon them oh do, do you know what it is it it, it was the to, to to parallel it to you know present day you know real world oh, it's sure. the you know America looking at a country and going yeah okay we see that they were democratically elected but we don't agree with them so we're not gonna do, you know we're not gonna deal with them essentially mm. yeah, and you know, there will be some deposing going on behind the scenes yeah so I I think I think that stuff's really interesting and it's the show doing all this other stuff that's not necessarily the space battles this episode and that's okay uh, so no. Yeah. But hey, that that is uh that is the expanse. That is season three, episode three. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. You can do that over there. Otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>